What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hashtag no music, no intro. Another episode of Hashtag Saints Twitter Podcast. And I, I'm just going to call this some off-season, off-season, off <laughs> nigga hungry, off-season rambling episode. Um, we were going to break down uh, J.C. Horn, and I just haven't had the time to watch him. Like, that's just me being honest. He was uh, of our Twitter you know, Saints Twitter draft prospects of people to watch. He won the second poll. Um, I haven't had time to watch him. And honestly, we'll still break him down because he won pretty handedly. But reading the tea leaves, it sounds like he might not be in the Saints range. Like maybe some teams view him as the number one uh, cornerback in the draft, rather than Patrick Sertan. So he might go a lot higher than people expect. Anyway, so at some point we will be breaking down J.C. Horn uh, and breaking his, breaking his game down. But we have enough things to just talk about and, and recap and talk about in general regarding the Saints, Ooh. the Super Bowl, like thought, thoughts in general. We're going to talk about Jeff Ireland. Like we, we got enough content for this episode. So let's start, let's start with, with Tipsy Tom, you know, <laughs> throwing the Lombardi on, you know, on the boats, like, they the Buccaneers completely dismantled the Kansas City Chiefs in a Man. like I did not see that coming. No, um, no. And you know, playing with backup, you know, backup players on the offensive line, and even at some point, third string players on the offensive line. It doesn't matter how good you are at quarterback. Like you can't you can't overcome at all. Uh, the Bucks defense was swarmed over the Kansas City offense, the Kansas City defense, you know, that was like the Steve Spagnola, New Orleans yeah. defense out there, nigga. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like what I, would that look like? <laughs> uh, just what were you just – I watched extremely little of the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. very, very little. It was on. It was on the TV for me. Like, it was just on. 
and I'm just doing whatever I want, but it's just on TV, like, you know. But, yeah, I didn't, like, study it and, you know, just crank down. I looked at a couple of little after-the-game, couple of highlights and breakdowns and stuff like that. I mean, it just came down to fundamentals, man. It kind of, you know, it's not the most sexiest thing to talk about, but it's like, you know, the trenches, offensive line, defensive line, like, like just come like football at the end of the day is just like so tackling, it's like so tackling and bro. stuff. Yeah, it's like <laughs> just strip away all the schemey stuff. It's like tackling, blocking, you know, like that's what it comes down to. Like it just comes down to that at the end of the day. That's what and, we talk about in all of our preview pods. Like we sound all, so everyone. repetitive, but like that's why we everyone, everyone is like Ken Saints O line block. Can't say D line get pressure. It's that's like, it. That's it. Like it's like 80% of the game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you are good on those things, like you will win most games if you're good at quarterback. Like you need a quarterback yes. too. You know, obviously everything plays a part. But it's just like, you know, when you with the pie chart about what's most important, it's like those things eat up a lot of the pie. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was just interesting just to see. Somebody even like you know superhuman like Patrick Mahomes, who, who even if the bad the work as bad as the game he had, he just had highlights. Like his incompletions was highlights. It's like, hey, how the fuck did you see the video of uh, it was the Bucks player? Yeah, man, I did. I, was, I did. They're like, damn, why the hell? <laughs> he like, they're just raving about his incompletions. He's un, he is not of this earth. Like, no, he's not. Like he though, like in the plays that he made that were incompletions were like they should have been caught. Like. <laughs> Like they were like I drops. So I was pissed because it was like, like I don't give a fuck about the Chiefs. Like fuck them, I don't care. But I just for fun of sports. Like damn, I wish one of these niggas catch this shit. Like catch the fucking ball. They, like just they, to make it fun, man. Damn. They they would have been all time super like Super Bowl moments. Like regardless of right. how the game ended, like just like the 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 picture of him like falling to the ground and the like. <laughs> I like, tweeted. Bro, how could you not catch that, bro? Like I tweeted it like he was Texas Tech Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, bro. Like that's yeah, yeah. That's just, it was. It's like fuck it, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> throwing it, motherfucker. Texas Tech didn't have a defense, and their at all, and their offensive line wasn't great. So I literally felt like I was like, oh shit! Like I, I felt like I was watching him breaking his breaking him down as a prospect. The the little I saw of it, but like mm-hmm. the receivers weren't making plays. Like that was it. Yeah, it was something, man. It was, it was something, and, but it, it also like just struck me as just like NFL, man. It's like you just don't know, bro. Like, look, we like the Saints beat Tampa Bay twice. You know what I'm saying? Then they beat us in the playoffs. You know, they lost. They, they lost to the Chiefs early this year. It's like such a week to week proposition, man. Bro. Like you just don't fucking know, man. You don't know. You don't know. And they didn't do anything extravagant. It's not like Tom Brady just blew the doors off. He threw with like 270 yards, nice completion percentage. It was a meat and potatoes performance on both. Well, I would say not not on defense, but like offensive yeah. was like meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes, meat and potatoes. And, and you know, shout out to Ty Bowles, man. Like he he fucking said, I'm gonna play too high and I'm gonna fucking because Andy Reid is my- not gonna run the ball. And even if he does, and- we can shut it down. Yeah, Andy Reid not gonna run it. He's not gonna stick with it. He's gonna shut the bitch down. And I, I, I'm sure Todd, Bo- I think Todd Bowles is kind of surprised. Like, damn, you're not gonna bring in like a 
extra linemen or nothing. You just expect these bums to just block? Like, okay. <laughs> like, okay, uh, I'm just going to keep, you know, we're going to keep coming at you. And it's like, damn, it's like, I, like, really, that was a real shocking thing. It's like, damn, Andy Reid, like, you don't, you won't adjust at all. Like, you're seeing, like, motherfucker run for, like, 500 yards scrambling. Like, you, like he, like, Patrick Mahomes literally had no time. Like, it None. was like, None ball right. snap, ball snap, boom, run for your life. Just run. <laughs> like, look at that old Archie Manning highlights or something, bro. It's like, what the fuck? But you, that like, just, that shows coaches are coaches and coaches are stubborn, bro. Like, we, coaches are so stubborn in, in like, what they run and their offense. And, like, we've seen it sometimes with Sean Payton where, like, oh, yeah. like, I'm not, the the worst thing in football that drives me crazy and I, I I get so pissed every time I see it is offensive coordinators and head coaches that lead t- fucking tight ends to block upper echelon edge rushers and then they blow up the play or call the force fumble and it's like what what did you expect what you thought what you thunk what you thunk was going on? come on <laughs> it blows my mind um it so. I will say that Saints Twitter was an absolute mess all day. So they've been a me- they've been a mess since the Saints lost to the Bucks, bro. Long, bro. Like every day I log on, I'm just like, the fuck they talking about today, bro. Like, and the whole thing on Sunday was, um, like there was like this debate of like, um, <laughs> like, was it? I think it was our our dude Evan was like, you know. We, Jameis went seven and nine with this team, <laughs> and, then had, and then you had the other same people like, mm, well, technically the people who called, scored touchdowns weren't on the people. Like, listen, listen, ninety percent, ninety three percent of that Bucks team that Tom Brady inherited played with Jameis last year. Now there were there were improvements. They got a stud right tackle in Tristan Wartz in the draft. They got a stud safety in Antoine Winfield. Oh, in the draft. We're we going to talk about the draft soon. Um, they got a rapist in Antonio, Antonio AB. Came on their team late, who, who has been a complete malcontent knucklehead for years and able to sign to a team and get the Super Bowl ring. Whatever. But, and then they didn't have, and they didn't have Tom Brady. But, like, Big piece wise, there were so many of those pieces on the team yeah. when Jameis played last season. Now you can argue they didn't play up to their potential. Their defense wasn't as good. I hear that. I get that. But if you just look from it from an offensive perspective, and I I don't want to minimize how having a stud right tackle affected things, but Jameis had a lot of the weapons that Tom Brady had, bro. Like he did, man. He did straight and, like that. I, I'm just being so. I don't want to hear people come at me. Whatever. I, I gave you four players, four players that changed the tenor that weren't on the team for the Bucks last year. But take those four players away, and a, a lot of that team was the same. Oh, and Leonard yeah. Fournette. Sorry. Um, yeah. Who he didn't even have a great regular season this year. He just went off in the in the playoffs. Like right, right. Like come on. Um, so it, it, it ties into the point of it, it's just this of like 
and and I asked and I asked you this. I and let's we can talk about it on the pod. I said if Jameis is the quarterback next year and Ian Rappaport goes makes a report that you know the Saints want to bring Jameis back and if he's brought back, you know, all signs pointing to him being the starter quarterback. We're not done. Like that's what the tea leaves say. But how comfortable are you with like how comfortable are you with Jameis making a deep play, a deep playoff run? with the Saints roster. We don't know what's going to look like, but hypothetically, majority of the of the pieces being the same. It's just it's like I told you, he would have to play unlike he's he's ever played. Like so you just you you're hoping for a outlier. You're hoping that Jameis Winston just comes in and rarely turns the ball over, uh makes smart plays, smart decisions and throws accurately. Like that's what you, that's what you would expect if you think he's going to make a deep run to the playoffs, and that's what he would need to do if he wanted to make a deep run to the playoffs. But in his five years as a starter and his few years playing at Florida, that just hadn't been him. Like that's just not who he is. Can he change? Like everything, anything's possible. Anything's possible. You know, I mean, fucking, you know, Nick Foles had that crazy like what. 30 touchdowns and two interceptions or some shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody, you know, anything's possible. You can have just, like, a great year. It's very possible. But to sit and predict that and expect it, like, that's crazy to expect that. That's crazy. (laughs) Like, no, of course not. I don't expect that shit. You know what I'm saying? If they brought Benjamin's back, which I expect them to do, I just think they believe that the team is really good. The whole team is good, and James is good enough. Like, it's good enough that they could kind of coach around it and make a run, make, you know, just try to make a run and just be good enough. You know, that's all I'd expect. Like, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be sitting there, yeah, Saints going to the Super Bowl this year, baby. Like, nah. Like, I'd be like, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how this shit play out. <laughs> It'd be fun, though, at least. Like, I, I enjoy, like, just the – ridiculousness you know what I'm saying like I'd be having fun like a motherfucker it's just it's like you said like it's it would make it would make the season exciting um but and it and I think maybe for fans who are still uh super emotionally attached like maybe a couple of games of Jameis would be like okay But you know what? What'll make it funny is like he will have like two or three, maybe four games where he's just like, but he just like the motherfucker up. Like he might, he's gonna have like a four hundred yard game where he's just like doing crazy shit, throw two picks, five touchdowns. Like he, he might have that type of game with Sean Payton, and it'll just be fun, like just like crazy fun. And but like as far as like just good, like good quality top five franchise type quarterback type shit like come on man no I mean the dude was thrown in the trash by a bottom tier franchise last year you know what I'm saying and nobody even coughed at it wasn't like wow they are getting rid of the James Winston it was expected right. it was like yeah was, he, he, he didn't reach this time you know what I'm saying it signed for 1.1 million dollars to the Saints you know what I'm saying like so it's like come on bro like he is what he's shown to be you know is he going to be there for the rest of his life? We, none of us can predict that, but all we can go by is what we've seen. And he's been a talented, but uh, 
talented, but a guy that, you know, the old uh, Parcells, like, your, your potential's going to get me fired, boy. Like, <laughs> it's like, that's who he is. Like, you just constantly, I mean, how many of you he had? He had, uh, who was the, he had a uh, Dick, uh, who was this kid? Dirk, Dirk, Dirk Cutter. Dirk Cutter, Dirk Cutter. He had Bruce Arians. He had, so the. Oh, Lovey Smith. Well, did Lovey Smith get fired before they drafted him? Or was he, did he have that one year with Lovey? I think you may have one year with. Man, I don't. I, I don't know. I think so. I think he had that one year. I think Lovey. Like remember Lovey? Yeah, I Lovey, think you're right. They take that last game. Yes. Like they pulled all these starters, and they drafted Jameis. Then they went to the Dirk, and then uh, Bruce Arians. So like, I mean, he's a this coach is killed, man, because he has that potential enough potential where you like, man, if we just get the right pieces, get the right coaches. Just coach him up. Just coach him up. Like we've seen the same story every season. Like just coach him up enough. And like, look, Sean Baton is a hell of a coach. I, I will. Like nobody's denying that. But it's like, like if if he can remake Jameis Winston, like man, that's some fucking coaching right there. Yeah, bro. He coaching, coaching, right? He coaching, coaching. Um, it's a. It's a great point. Um, great, great point. Um, something that that kind of I want to I want to talk about is we, we talked about it. Or let, let's first of all let's talk about like did you at any point today watching the celebration was like man fucking fucking Tom could have been leaving the fucking quarter right now you know <laughs> drunk <laughs> drunk as fuck. Hold a little party, bro. Fucking cut, can't leaving fucking Kyle ugly. Like just leaving, leaving the top of the fucking the bar table. Just, just, just leaving, bro. <laughs> Man, that would have been so fascinating if he came to the Saints. Like I just, uh, like, for some reason I just don't see it working out. Like I just. Like uh like fucking Goodell or fucking suspend somebody. I, something happened, man. Like that shit there would have been crazy if he came to the Saints. Like Tom fucking Brady. Like I, yeah, I just got like and a Drew Brees, like Drew, I don't I don't think Drew could take that, bro. That that's why he that's why he came back, bro. Like yeah, like no not only if it not only would have been bad enough if Tom Brady followed came after Drew. But like if he if Tom Brady did what Drew couldn't do, like like in Bro, one season, that would oh, be such a knock to his legacy. Oh huge knock to his legacy. Bro, like me, I, I don't give a fuck. Like fuck his legacy. Like I'd be happy with it, but <laughs> I'm just saying, like, just from yes. that perspective. Yes. It's like, damn. Like and you know, you know the NFL and sports in general is, is a narrative. Narrative oh, fucking business, bro. So narrative based. Like he, he would have been, he would have been out of. Oh, it, it. But I, I will say this: I, if Tom Brady was on the Saints this season, I think the Saints would have probably have been in the Super Bowl at least. I don't know if they would have won, but I think they would have. I think they would have been in the Super Bowl or NFC. I, I just would love to see somebody like somebody like you know Tom Brady with the aggressive like 
just, you know, he just has that kind of fucking want to win. And with Sean Payton, who has that want to win, like, I'm not saying that's different from Drew Brees. Like, Drew Brees has the same fucking affection, you know? But I get it. I get it. Like, you know, I, I get what you mean. Like, every, like, when Tom Brady's in a big game before the game, he's in the fucking end zone saying, let's, like, I get it. Like, you know, yeah. just that. And, and we can't say it. Like, us as fans, right. watching more other teams, we're like, man, fuck you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But, like, if, that, if he was on your team, like, fuck yeah. <laughs> let's go. Like, yeah. <laughs> Get it, bro. <laughs> oh, that would have been fascinating, man. It would. Um, but I just I, I saw some I saw some some tweets, you know, today on Saints Twitter just just should have been leaving the quarter right now. Well, he should just that happened. Um, but let's talk about the draft because I think I speaking of the draft, I, I talked about it when talking about how Tampa Bay kind of had the pieces in place before Tom Brady even got there. Uh, this past draft obviously helped him tremendously. Um, but there was a tweet, I don't even fucking know, man, but basically was outlining Jason, Jason Light's draft classes, I think it went back to 2018, maybe it was 2017. And then I kind of started, you know, I started thinking like, and I, I made like this little funny tweet in Jess, but like, like a, a lot of Jeff Ireland's Drives is really kind of just being held up by that 2017 draft class. Like, yeah. like the like the team, the Saints as a whole is that you know that little that little Cheeto in in, yeah. in the uh, that's, that's that's supposed to stop people from coming in the house. The little meme, the Cheeto meme. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the 2017 draft class. Protect just hold it on, just, just hold it on, bro. So. Let's when we and you even tweeted it. You like is Jeff Ireland hashtag good? And I feel like we need to talk about it on the show. I feel like we got to talk yeah, about it's the it. Question, it's a question just worth asking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I wasn't saying it like I wasn't being like uh like rhetorical about it. Like you know saying he's bad. I was just like it's just an interesting question just to think about. Like because there was a there was a time. When his name was hot, like he was gonna be like oh, a hot. GM, and even us as fans, we were like, "Shit, we can't lose Jeff." Don't. I was like, "Man, that was the best fucking move in Saints history." Like Jeff Ireland at the Sea Bowl, you know what I'm saying? Can't can't lose Jeff, and then you know, a couple of drives and like, "Oh, we can't lose Jeff." Like, <laughs> I don't. I, so let's let's go into it. Um, you you sent you sent me thankful. So we'll start with the 2000. 16 draft, right? Okay, so that got the Saints, Sheldon Rankins. Now, again, the story in this, the story of this draft, and at least round one, was Sean Payton wanted to draft it, Lermy Tunzel. That's the guy he wanted. He was on the table for him. He had fallen because of the whole bong thing. Jeff Ireland said, no, we, we're going with, you know, stick, we're going with Sheldon Rankins. So that was the pick. After that, in round two, Michael Thomas can argue that home run, even if he might not be able to save next season. As a draft pick, a home run. Home run, that's no question. Also in round two, got Von Bell, not with the Saints any longer, but a good, he's a a starter in the NFL. A good pick. Round four, you got David Onyemata, who arguably is a better player than Sheldon Rankins, 
in round four. That was great scouting. Sheldon Rankins, it's not been reported. There's no way for there's no financial way for the Saints to bring Sheldon Rankins back. There's just, it, no. he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. If he if he had played like he did in 2018, his entire career, and didn't have the injuries, then he would be back. But he hasn't shown that, so he's going to be gone. Yeah. Um, so that's that's three. And then in round seven, they drafted Dan, Daniel Lasco, who's not so three three solid hits. And then you have the epic epic 2017 draft class and um you know and drafted al al Kodan muhammad from from miami in round six not with the saints but he's like a legit starter for the colts defense yeah. like yeah. epic draft class i'm not going to get into the quarterback thing home run an all-time draft class uh, i don't know bro then we get to 2018 and so you trade a first rounder in from like 27 to fucking 14 future first rounder to draft Marcus Davenport. Me and you still have the, the debate. Do they pick up a fifth year option? I'm sorry, no. but no. if we, if we are having that debate on a player that you invested two first round picks for, that's, that's not a good pick. Like that's not, I'm sorry. It was a bad pick. One of the yep. worst ones in in Sean's tenure, considering we were looking for final pieces to 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 bring it home. Yeah. Round round three, or was it round three? Uh, yeah. Round three drafted Traquan Smith, an inconsistent player, but what he does well, he scores touchdowns and he makes big plays. So uh, an all around decent pick, especially in the third round. Yeah, pick ninety one. Ninety one, and then. <laughs> Ryan, I think they fucking fell asleep. I think they auto like you ever play a video game, auto, you auto draft, bro. That's oh, you know me in the final in fantasy. That's me, bro. Like fucking auto Let draft, me, baby. Rick Leonard, who when he was drafted in the fourth round, like I remember, like. ESPN, NFL Network, they didn't even have footage of Rick Leonard, bro. They had footage of every draft player. Nothing, bro. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing, bro. Because that, that was the year uh... yeah, that was one of the years I I was kind of I didn't follow the draft super closely. But then, like, when, you know, I watched the draft and I was just like, who the hell is... <laughs> I went to look him up and I just couldn't find shit, bro. I couldn't find nothing, man. Like, even after that... I remember when you go to, like, draft websites, like, yeah. NFL... They didn't have a picture of Rick Leonard, bro. Like, <laughs> man. Like, a fucking egg, bro. Like... <laughs> a fucking egg, right? I'm like, what the hell? Like okay, maybe they saw him in like the East West Shrine yeah, game. Maybe some... like maybe you know some David Anyamata. I mean, he did go to Florida State, but like yeah, um, David Anyamata. You know, Bob. Like maybe no one has scouted him. Like we've scouted him type of. And he hadn't even he hadn't played for anyone. No, nobody. Like, nobody, bro. Like they like that's just a waste of a fucking pick, bro. Waste, waste. Like I know um, it's you know. 127 overall, but like, 
Come on, man. It was like you couldn't find nobody. Nobody. So they it was Rick Leonard in round four, Natrell Jam- Jamerson in round five, Ugh. Kareem Moore in round Ooh. six. <laughs> Boston Scott hey. in round six, who's just not, not on the team, but he they hit on him as a player. Um, and then Will Clapp. You know, they, they had to shut the LSU fans up when they said, like, oh, the Saints don't drop LSU players. Um, whatever. We'll clap in round seven. Um, so, and, I, and, I, and I, I say it to this day, as much as I was annoyed with what happened in 2017 draft, and we talked about it on our, our previous, like, Saints Dynasty show, that 2018 draft, bruh, like, not hitting on Marcus, like, that changed the tenor of the team. Like changed yeah. everything. Uh, the following, the following year, that I didn't have a first round pick because of the whole, um, the whole Davenport trade, and they really, really liked uh, AJ Brown that draft, <laughs> but they needed a center because Eric McCoy, not Eric McCoy, sorry, um, Max Unger just up and retired, but they knew that was kind of coming, so they had to draft Eric McCoy in the second round, who's been a great player, great player. Um, Chauncey Garner Thompson in the fourth, he fell due to, um, like, you know, his, you know, coaches kind of bad mouthing him and whatever. Un- um, understandable. <laughs> understandable. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love him. I love him. That's my dude. I love him. But, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was a good pick, though. That was a good pick. Fantastic pick in the fourth round. Fantastic That's pick. A good fucking pick. And then, uh, Sa- Saquon Hampton, who man, he was intercepting everything his rookie season in training camp. We was like, oh, we got we got a ball hawk. Oh, what? And then, then he got hurt. And then, <coughs> and then this year, what? And whatever, he's not on the team anymore. He's not good. He's not um, good. At least Matt, who I Uh-oh. think has, who I think has the Super Super Bowl ring. With the, with the Chiefs from last year, if memory serves correctly. The fuck? <laughs> Pretty sure that's accurate. Um, and then Caden Ellis, their starting Sam linebacker, who <laughs> literally, literally never plays good for special teams. But he was, I mean, he was he's a he was a like a what? A seventh round pick. And then, so that was 2018. And then after that, you have Excuse me, sorry, sorry, sorry. That was 2019. The 2020 draft, the draft where it's like, this is Drew's last year. We're going for it fucking all. This is all in. This is our window. We need to win a Super Bowl this year. Um, They drafted Cesar Ruiz. <laughs> they drafted Adam Trotman. They drafted Zach Bond, who couldn't play like an actual linebacker role on the team. And then they traded up. Of course, they had to trade up and draft uh, Tommy Stevens in the seventh round to be the new Taysom. And now he plays for the Panthers. There's, buddy, there's a... Talk talk to me. What's going on, Jeff? Talk to me, Ryan. We'll, We'll see. Like, that 2020 draft, bro. 
Like I've ne- I've never been so down on the draft, like immediately. Like at least with the the Davenport draft, it was like okay, you know what I'm saying? Like we are gonna see they, there's something there. Like you looked at Davenport tape, and it's like okay, okay, I see, I see, I see what y'all was looking at. I see, I see something. I see something that could be something. You know what I'm saying? But it's like man, with this 2020 draft, it's like. I don't. I just like I like Troutman. I I think something there could be there. Maybe I guess I don't know. I mean, he put a good route on Devin White in the Tampa Bay game. Like that. That's like we 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 needed we needed something this year, and he you know he would come with his one catch like deuces. You know the the new Brandon Coleman, bro. Was that you know? Was it the quarter? You know, I mean, the past game wasn't great all year, so I mean, maybe, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the dude played at you know Daytona, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it's like Dayton. You know what I'm saying? It's like what? So I'm just saying you expect as a rookie, but like Ruiz, that's a real disappointment, man. Huge. That was like all we talked about in the offseason. Is like where's he going to play? Where's he going to play? He's supposed to. Solidified offensive line. We got rid of Larry Warford. You know, you know, he's gonna play guard. Is he gonna play center? He like challenged McCoy for like three days in camp, and then McCoy was like, "Nah, bro, I got this." And it was like, "Okay, let's figure out." Then he got hurt. Couldn't really fit in. You know, then it was just like he was in and out the lineup all season. It wasn't really good. Was rotating with Nick Easton, and it was just like it wasn't good. Like it wasn't good. Yeah, yeah, it disappointed. All they talked about was, oh, he's so smart. He's so smart, understands the game, plays with good leverage. You know, this was a home run pick. It just was a no-brainer, blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, like, okay, now we're playing football. So where's all that? You know what I'm saying? So that was a disappointing pick. He could turn it around. He has time to turn it around. He could become a good player, you know. None of this stuff is written in stone, so we'll see. But but know, I think where we like are you, now, it's, it's but I, point, man. And I think a lot of it too is again, it is it's extremely disappointing because those players picked in that draft, like this past draft, like they needed to have an impact this season. Like this right. was not the year. I get it, COVID, blah blah blah. But like people try, people throw that out, or like. Oh, he he was playing out of place in a COVID. Like, bro, like, and, and what what was being sold to us was like, well, where are they going to fit all these players? The Saints are just so stacked, you know. <laughs> bro, I remember it. <laughs> yeah, just you know, just draft players that you can build, and that'll be that'll be able to start for your team later. It's like that's what we sold, but motherfucker, we needed offensive line help this year. This you know what I'm saying like. War Daddy, are you available? <laughs> like, right. like you War Daddy on the phone, bro. <laughs> so I mean, it didn't add up. It was like, oh yeah, yeah, we drafted for the future, but you cut Larry Warford as soon as we drafted season we is. So obviously, he was. They were hoping intended intended for him to start this year. Yes, you know. So I mean, that that's bullshit. Now Zach Bond, oh boy, you know he didn't really have a spot. But, like, immediately we had questions, like, as soon as they signed, uh, drafted him, he was like, you know, he's going to be moved to middle linebacker. We're like, what? huh? What? Did, did y'all watch any of this nigga's tape? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like, like he literally. We weren't even, like, big fans already. No, 
He literally almost rushed the passer every snap at Wisconsin. Every right. single snap. So, like, it was a projection, like, to take to take him what he did well at Wisconsin, and now you're going to say, okay, now we're going to take you off the ball when you were kind of like a T.J. Watt-ish, like, player. Now we're going to move you off the ball, and now you're going to work in, like, space when you have shown that you really don't do that well like not that you don't do it well but like you don't have any experience doing it so it's it's a projection like it was a draft that man we couldn't we didn't we didn't need projects we didn't need projects we needed players to come in to play and contribute because then when you had fumbles mcgee jared jared out or jared cook the ball like like we need (laughs) <laughs> like we needed that. Um, like you would think that as soon as Quan went down, it's like shit, we we drafted Zach Bond in the third round. Go make some plays, kid. Didn't get on the field. And it was such a good wide receiver draft. Um, and I know it was like, okay, the Saints don't need a wide receiver. And then coming the season, it's like every single wide receiver is injured. Every single one. It, it's it's so because I remember what we were told. After the draft kind of happened, it was like, well, the Saints have Michael Thomas and Mario Sanders and Adam Barr and Trey Quan Smith. And where, where's, where's the ball going to go? Like, they, they don't have enough targets. Jared, Jared Cook? Okay. <laughs> and and my, my, my response to that, I kept saying it, and I didn't, I'm not, I didn't try to speak it into existence, but I said, if Michael Thomas goes down for an extended part of the season, the Saints are right back to where they were the season before. What are you talking about, Adam? Like, Michael Thomas doesn't get hurt. Like, oh. the dude plays every snap. I mean, the dude doesn't get hurt, man. Like, what are you talking about? Whoops. Uh, and so, then, you know, it's funny. It's like, that's why my, my, my draft philosophy, if I ever ran a team, which it never happened, just draft good players, man. That's it, bro. That's fuck, it. Fuck the, fuck the need. Fuck all that shit. Fuck the depth. Get good players. Is he a good player? Is he a good player? Get him. Get him. Just stack your team with just good fucking players. It'll, it'll, it'll work itself out. I, I promise you it'll work itself out somehow, it'll some way. It works itself out, man. It works itself out. Like, you, they didn't, like, Tampa Bay didn't need Antonio Brown. Like, you know, yeah, he's a creep. Like, didn't need him. They didn't need Gronkowski. They really did not need those players. Nope. They're good fucking players, man. Like, just bring them on and they they literally had OJ Howard and Cameron Bray. Yeah. OJ Howard out for the season. You know what I'm saying? It was like, bro, it's like <laughs> so so the thing is when you good good players, especially in the draft, you know what happens is that when it happens consistently, you have you start to have a problem like the Saints are, are having with the 2017 class. There are yeah. some players that are so good that you have to retain them, Avin Kamara. Uh, Ryan Ramchek, and then you, you then there's other players, Lattimore, Marcus Williams, Trick or Trey, that you figure out like how good are they, or and are they worth the amount of money that they're going to cost? And right. if they are, you pay them. And if you and if they're not, then they go off elsewhere and get paid. But you keep drafting the, like that's and that, so I guess I, I go back to Jeff Ireland was seen as such as this, I won't say guru, but he, for a while he completely changed the draft room and that the Saints needed that 
after like the whole Ryan Pace terrible drafts and then he left and then there's still some eh kind of drafts. Um, and then Jeff Ireland kind of came in and, and, and fixed shit or, you know, you know, and it, for a while it looked really good. Like the Mike Thomas draft, the, the 2017 draft, you know, were outstanding, what have you. But lately, and maybe we're looking at it from the prism of we needed more players for like this run. Right. But like that said, Jeff Ireland and the team in general, in my opinion, like there's been some huge blunders that now, even if the, the Saints bring Jameis on the on their team next year and he's the guy, like, yeah, yeah, they can win like 10 games. Like, <coughs> but like, are they going to go on a run? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know, man. It's just, I, I, I and so, I don't know what your thoughts of on Jeff Ireland are right now, but I just think it was an interesting question you brought up. Like, how good is he as a talent evaluator? I think at the end of the day, when you look at it, you know, and uh, is it Mike Renner, PFF Mike? You know, he was talking about, oh, I well, the Saints drafted, and you know, but when when you look at it, the point he was making was. You know, anything outside of like round three, round four is just like whatever. Like it's it's a crapshoot. Like really, it, or even round four is like you just you just open, you get something. You know what I'm saying? A special team or some shit. But if you look at like the first three rounds, even though they haven't had a first round every year because of them, but they they're more than likely hit on at least a good player or a starter. Or a great player, you know, the last, you know, since like 2016, you know, very few big misses in the top three rounds. So I think, you know, when you look at that, you can say, okay, he's done fine. Like, no, he's not, you know, the best, you know, drafter in history or whatever, but he's done a fine job. He's done fine, like relative to the rest of the league. He's done fine. You know, every draft is not the same. Some drafts are crap. Like, go look at the 2013 draft. Like, you could be a great draft all you want, but the, <laughs> like well, that, that draft the, was just horrible. Was that the Kenny Vaccaro draft? Yeah, the Vaccaro draft, man. Like, it was, <laughs> he, he was one of the great, the great, the good players in the yeah, he, was one, he, was one, he was one of the better players drafted in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like some, so look, sometimes you got to look at the whole draft and see how it plays out. Um, I get you know that that Marcus Davenport one man, it's that's the one, bro. That, that fights the team in the ass, bro. Fights the that, team in the ass, man. It's, it's, it's I, I, I don't, I, I feel like I'm, I'm trying not to use too much hyperbole, but it's one of, I, I think it's one of Sean's biggest mistakes. And I don't know who's, who's like, was Sean saying like, okay, yeah, trade I, the first future first, like, he had okay, like, Sean oh, for, had for sure, for sure, and so. That collaboration of Sean, Mickey, and Jeff, that, oh, bruh, like it, and I'm not even, this is going to sound weird to say, like, I'm not the biggest Lamar fan in terms of what he brings you as a passer, but to not think that Sean Payton could, you know, for Lamar to maybe have been like the, not even Lamar, like, Jerry Jer- Jer- Alexander, like that, like, when you trade equity like that, you, you hamstring yourself because if you don't hit on that pick you're also fucked the next year because you don't have a first and it just it just it, it it's huge man and it's it, like, I, 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 uh, 
It's just it I just, tweeted when, when they drafted him. I tweeted it. Like I said, he has to be Demarcus Ware. All the tweeters, all the draft is a failure. You know what I'm saying? It's, yep. It's, it, and it has nothing to do with Marcus Davenport. If we pick Marcus Davenport at, let's say, uh, at the top of the second round or something, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, pick, I don't know, pick 34. It wouldn't really be that big of a deal. It's like, okay, right. you know, he, he's a fine player. It's like, okay. You know, he didn't really work out like we wanted to. But when you give up that capital, you trade him on next year's first and use your current first to move up and draft the player 14th overall. 14, bro. That means you believe this is a game-changing player. Like, this this player is going to be a top-level pass rusher for your team. And he just has not been that man. And it's like, we, we joke about, you know, him in the anime and, you know, there were reports before the draft, like, you know, he's not really just a hardcore football guy. He kind of likes to just kind of, you know, just not one of the type of guys that's just like where the football is like what motivates him. And there's no disrespect to that. Like, I'm sure he's just a cool ass dude. Like, you pro- we probably talking, we could talk about fucking Star Wars and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So he cool as fuck, but I don't want my pass rusher in the Star Wars. I want him fucking wanting to think about breaking the quarterback neck or some shit. Like, I want him fucking savage and nuts, you know, and I just don't get that from him. It wouldn't no. surprise me at all if after he's done with the Saints, he's just like, eh, football late for me, and just takes his money and who lives his life, which is fine. Like, it's fine, but it's just unfortunate because you know, we we wanted that, like, we've always been searching for that pass rusher opposite of Cam Jordan since Junior Gallette got kicked out, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, the he was drafted to be that. He was drafted to be that. Oh, lo and behold, like fucking trick or trade, just you know, <laughs> come out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, think about that. Like the Saints almost pulled some crazy shit to get Clowney this year. You know, that's how desperate they were after giving up two firsts for two firsts. You know, that, bruh, that that's, it. It was such a telling, and I remember people saying like. Oh well, the Saints' interest in Jadavian Clowney isn't an isn't an indictment on Marcus Davenport. Excuse me, like how dumb can you be? Like, <laughs> and I go like, even I said it, I was like, oh, it's not an indictment. <laughs> it, it ain't, you know what I'm saying? I was like, they just saying like, bro, like this it, like you know what I'm saying? This is it. Like you need to show out or show home because they don't believe in you. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they don't believe in you anymore. So, like, you know, that hurts. That one hurts. But I guess overall, like, if you just look at Jeff Ireland, you're like, okay, he's fine. Like, look at the dress before. I would say he's done better than what we did before. Relative to the league, he's probably lower than middle of the pack. But, you know, just relative to what we've been as, uh, you know, as making draft picks, I think he's an improvement. You know, but uh, and then again, it's also hard to know like how the Saints approach the draft. You know, the Sean Payton he has his power. Like Sean Payton is, I know he's heavily involved in like the first round, like heavily involved, and he also gets his player. Like if there's a player he wants, and he really wants, they're gonna get him. Period. Like there's no question. Brandon Cook, Brandon Cooks, Al Kamara, uh, Andrews Pete. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to get his player. 
but uh, not, not everybody. Oh well, I, I think if they wanted Mahomes, like if they if like Sean Payton beat the table and said, "I want fucking Patrick Mahomes," they would have drafted him, bro. I just, I, I just want, I just, I wish I would, I, I wanted to be, a, I wish I could be a fly in the room, bro. I just, oh, me too, bro. But I have no doubt if he, if he banged on the table and wanted him, he would have got him. But it was, like you said, I think it was ego. And I, and I think I, I think it was ego, and I also think it was Jeff Ireland being like like Sean, like he like you know Ireland, Ireland or M- Mickey Loomis, like yeah, hey man, like he, 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 he gonna, he'll, 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 yeah, he'll be there. He'll be like no, like no one's putting putting him at eleven. Like he's gonna be there. Like I I think whatever, man. Anyway, let's not talk about that. If but if, if you remember, like years prior to that, like Saints were notorious for giving up picks and moving up. So it, I think it got to a point where it was like. Let's just stand pack and use our picks. We got two picks in the first round. Let's stand pack and use our picks that's available. But I know they did try to I, – I swear I remember reading a report that they were making calls to trade up during that trade. You got to – you got to – you got to – you got to show it to me. You got to – I got to see it. Like, I think because if I read that, even though I'm not emotionally attached, I'd be like, okay, like, all right. But y'all, y'all just got outmaneuvered at that point. Like, whatever. Um, so I, that was a good, good, fun discussion. Just talking about the draft. Um, did we? Was there another quarter? Oh, let's let's talk about. Speak, okay, before we move on from the draft. Speaking of Jeff Ireland, this upcoming draft for the Saints, this shit right here in April, late April, bruh, they. This is a big one. Like every draft is big, right? But this is a big draft. Like it is. it's the post Drew draft. It's it's the future of the team. I don't get the sense. I really, really don't. And I know we broke down Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones would be a perfect fit in this offense, bro. I saw I saw, I saw someone wrote an article. I forgot who it was. Maybe it was PFF. I don't know who it was. But basically saying that in if you compare Mac Jones to, to Tua as, as prospects because they ran the exact same offense, that Mac Jones is actually a better prospect. And I, like, thought about it, and I was like, it sounds a little hi- hyperbolic, but, like, it's not too too crazy. Like, it's not too crazy. It's not. It's, and I, I'm trying to take away my, my recency bias with Tua. Um, the thing with Mac Jones is, like, he just does not have a high ceiling. Like, <laughs> like, like, Tua, he has a little more twitchiness to him. It's yes. Kind of like, you could just see him being a little more twitchy, kind of explosive a little bit. But it's not like a huge just gap or something like that. It isn't, which is crazy to think about because I was a big fan of Tua, and I, I, there's, there's, there's for sure some probably some recency bias. But, like, you just watch Mac Jones, and I was like, I, I kind of get their point. But yeah. getting back to the Saints – um, it's such a huge draft for them. It, it's such in, in terms, and I, and I said, I don't think they're going to, you know, single a quarterback that they really going to be, you know, single, single in on, um, that's going to even be on the, they're, they're picking 28, bro. Yeah. Two, yeah. two, eight. <laughs> like, like, um, so it's, it's, they, they got, they got to hit on players, man. They got to hit on players. Good ones. They got to get good players in this draft. And that's all I worry about. I wouldn't even like freak out about. Oh, we need this. 
We need to fill this um fill this position. Get a good player. I don't care if it's a fucking running back. I don't care if it's a cornerback. I don't care if it's a uh you know offensive tackle. Yes, it'll be boring, but get a good fucking player, man. Like that's all that matters to me. Um I you know I haven't studied the draft yet to know, you know, where who's gone where. I doubt any really good quarterback. This doesn't seem like any good quarterbacks would be there. The pass rush, mm. edge rushers suck in this draft, from what I can tell. Big sleep. Just sleepy. I don't trust the Saints with linebackers drafting them. I just don't. <clears throat> they got to prove me wrong on that. Um, You know, go get a fucking wide receiver. Go get a tight end. I don't know any good tight ends, but, you know, I think that, you know, that one tight end, he's going to go high. Maybe he doesn't, you know. Get him. Get a Oh, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Like, yeah, like. Wow, that, that's a dog right there. Like, bro, I, I'm, sure, dog. I'm sure he's going to go high, of course. Yes. But, you know, dog. I'm just saying, like, get good fucking players, man. Walk away from this draft with three or four good fucking players. That's it. And you might not, they might not even have to. And, again, I don't think they'll be in the quarterback market in the draft. But, like, you don't have to come out and come, come out with a quarterback but give Jameis some weapons, you know, give him protection. You know, the, the defense is going to lose pieces, like, like replenish, like it's, it's a big draft. And we you know we'll break it down. We got what we got damn near two, two months in a, in a week to, to wait for it, but um, we'll, we'll break it down. I think it's close. Let's, I wanted to get your, your thoughts, you know, NFL offseasons is set to begin sometime in March, you know, late March is 21st, whatever. I don't know. Um, always in March. Um, we, you know, we saw the Matt Stafford trade, uh, potentially the Carson Wentz trade is going to, is going to happen at some point. Like just what is just, and I, I tweeted it, man, like this offseason is going to be big bananas. Yeah, man. Like we thought, like I thought speaking it into existence and then Jimmy Graham got traded was to walk. <laughs> People were mad at me that day on Twitter, bro. There's all the uh, all the Russell Wilson talk, which I, you know, he not get he not get moved, but you know, just talk. You know what I'm saying? It's just, but it's very interesting to hear him come out and be like, "Yeah, he, y'all need to protect me." Shit, he ain't happy. You know what I'm saying? He's not happy. You know what I'm saying? So it's interesting, bro. Like they're out there, like you know, X Files. Like, <laughs> they're out there, man. They got quarterbacks out there, you know what I'm saying? Teams listening, you know. Yeah, I think you know the Tom Brady factor played a big part to like teams thinking, like, man, if I just get a quarterback, you know, like fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um it's gonna be interesting, bro. We talk about fucking uh NFL coming down with the Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. You 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 started it off. Go. <laughs> no, I mean I I just like I just saw that one tweet about it. I just was like, oh, of course, of course, <laughs> oh fucking course, man. This is like, what the fuck? Who else? Like, who whom's else but us? And we just chilling. Like we not playing any games or nothing. It's like the season over. It's over. How you get fired on your day off, Sean? Come on, off, man. It's like what the hell, bro? Uh, so it, it, I, just, I, I don't even know what the penalty is. Like they, they already fined them earlier for the like they took a seventh away. 
they find them just the same kind of discipline that they gave to the Raiders. But now, like, the Saints are being labeled as repeat offenders. Um, I, you know what? We, we finally was going to get one of our comp picks. We are going to get two this year, I think. We're going to take them shits, bro. No comp picks. They're going to take a both, both third-rounders? It's gone, bro. We'll take both of them, bro. <laughs> and we were dependent on them shits, too. Like, when they drafted last year, they were like, oh, we're going to have comp picks next year anyway. So, nope. They taking them shits, bro. Y'all don't get no cops. <laughs> oh, bro. I, I mean, they say it's going to be steep. They, you you know Goodell. Goodell coming with that. Oh, with that. oh man. Come with that top of You just want, you know, another, you know, make it, you know, just showing out. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, let's make an example. Like, we've been the prime one to get used for making examples. We did it for the, you know, head trauma Concussion stuff, you know what I'm saying? With Bounty Gate, we're gonna make an example for Bounty, uh, for uh, COVID Gate, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, which let's is, just show them. which is absolutely wild if you consider like the Titans literally had a COVID oh. outbreak so bad and then and then went to a high school to do unauthorized, <laughs> yeah, quarterback uh, getting COVID. Um, we're not going to talk about, you know, because that's just rumor who who was at the facility, whatever. But, I believe it. I, believe oh, I, I do too. But I will, what, what I will talk about is, again, I, I try to like to use this pod to, to educate fans and take away the fandom. And we talked about this online, or offline, excuse me, a little bit online, but offline is that Sean Payton's hubris, his arrogance, the thing that at times we love about him as a coach on game day, um, sometimes, you know, in, in the draft, whatever, that is his biggest strength, and it also may lead to his downfall. Yep. I fully believe that. I fully believe that, bro. Because he don't give a fuck. He doesn't care. He does not care. And, like, part of us love that type of shit. Like, of course you want, you know, of course we appreciate somebody that don't give a fuck. Like, this is, you know, I, I'm going to do my own thing. But, bro, like, be smart, man. Like, don't be fucking stupid, man. Like, the league literally has dialed into our camera network into the in, in the headquarters. You know what I'm saying? They see everything that's going on. They're tracking everything. It's like, why stick your thumb out to the league? You know what I'm saying? Like, just, like, just be smart, man. Like, you know they watch. You know it. Like, you have suffered the consequences. Like, Sean Payton has, like, cost himself, like, $8 million suffering consequences. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, like, bro, just be fucking smart, man. You know? You can flex. When you retire, you can flex. You can write a book. You could, You know what I'm saying? You can do all type of shit. And flex on them. But right now, like you hurt your team when you do stupid shit. You know? And that that's just not that's I mean that goes on the football field too. You know what I'm saying? Like when you look at the playoffs, it's like, you know, everybody look at Drew and the defense and stuff like that. That's fine. But like, who's the head coach? Uh-oh. Like, oh bro, it's like I'm just saying, like, you look at the playoffs, it's like message. Team ain't really been like primed and just Boom, you know what I'm saying? It's like 
man, when you look at the 2009 playoffs when they came in, came out after the bye, and with the play the uh, the Arizona Cardinals, you know, they allowed that one play, that first play, the big run by uh, my dude, dude play for the Saints, Tim Hightower, uh, Hightower. Then after that, like you just saw like how everybody was just like so focused and molding. Reggie Bush just running like a fucking maniac and defense was balling and Drew was just pinpointing and it's everybody. You know, Pierre Thomas, everybody. Like everybody was catching the ball. Everybody was making clutch catches. Jeremy Shockey, he lipping on one leg, making catches and touchdowns and shit. Bit, that offense was humming, bro. Humming, bro. It's like everybody was on point, but it's like Man, the past couple of years when we get to the playoffs, it's just like, who is this team? Like, yeah, man, it's a good like, like y'all play your best ball in October. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, y'all supposed to play like in January. Yeah. Like, you know I'm, I'm trying. To, I would say that the last great offensive performance that we saw with Saints in the playoffs was the second half of the Minnesota Miracle game. That was it. That was it, bro. That was it. it. Drew, Drew, Drew went, Drew went dummy. He went into the major, like that third and fourth quarter, like, and I, I know, you know, he'd never get the credit for it because they didn't, they didn't win. Uh, But some of his best, like the circumstances on the road, a Minnesota crowd going crazy. They had played some of the worst. Offensive football, making mistakes, just all everything you could have asked for went wrong in that first half. They came out that second half. Whew, Drew was like the Terminator, nigga. That back, back, boom, just, just, just tearing up the defense. Mike Thomas eviscerated, you know, Xavier Rhodes, Alvin making touchdown catches over Eric Kendricks, bruh. Fourth and 10. Drew, like, don't worry, I got it. Bam. Willie Sneed. And like we haven't seen that offense in the playoffs since. Like they have not, they have not, they haven't been there. They just no. haven't been. No, no. And you know, just you know, outside of Drew Brees as you know declining or all that stuff, but just like just that the attitude, man. It's just like yes. you just hadn't seen it, man. You just hadn't seen it for whatever reason. Like I know some people think attitude and all that stuff. Doesn't really matter, but I, I think it does. I mean, and you could see it on tape. Like you could see when dudes like fucking Jared Cook and oh man, it's just like dudes just not executing, man. It's like it's not executing, not playing at that level where not playing that playoff level of football where they just going for broke and just playing smart, playing hard. Um, so I you know that falls on Sean Payton for me too, you know what I'm saying? So I I'm a little, you know, I'm looking at Sean Payton a little side eye this offseason. Maybe it's just a little, you know, remnants of just all the playoff losses or whatever. But I'm just like, man, you know, you great, you you could coach, you could coach, you all right, you all right. I I, I, need I a little more. Listen, man, I, I I I told you this. I said it offline. I know they just hired their their black coach, even though I didn't know he was black. But you, <laughs> you know, Texas, Texas, you know. Deshaun Watson, you know, <laughs> Sean Payton, like that's that's their best trade chip, bro. <laughs> so, my my black. <laughs> nowhere in the trade, bro. Like that has to be like for a, a coach trade. Goodell has to put his signature on. 
And he ain't about to allow that shit, man. He ain't doing it. Maybe <laughs> he'll do it for Jerry Jones. Maybe. Jerry Jones make that call now. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, maybe Mike Florio been right all along, bro. Like that. <laughs> Florio been beating that drum for years. Could you could you imagine that, that long con working out for him finally, bro? Man. Oh man. What, what what would we even get back from Dallas? Dak, uh, first two first rounders, like like what, like what would the? It would. I mean, it would definitely had to include some first rounders. Because J- John Gruden went for two first, if I remember correctly. He was a two. He was a two first head coach. <laughs> Man, can you believe that shit? How wild is that, bro? <laughs> two first. Tampa Bay is a trip because they got John Gruden on a trade and he brought him to that one Super Bowl, which was really Tony Dungy's team. Yes. But, you know, Gruden, you know, Gruden did know the offensive playbook of the Raiders, so yeah, you, know, you can give it to him. Um, and then they got Tom Brady just out of luck because the Saints didn't take him. Because <laughs> Drew said not on not on his watch, buddy. <laughs> not not today, pal. Oh y'all, y'all trying to get pretty? Shit, I'll beat up more. Fuck that, bro. It's hilarious when Drew pulls some shit right now because everyone <laughs> Drew just doing that shit on purpose now, bro. It's killing me. Every Instagram post is something else, and I fans like, oh, this nigga's not going yet. Like, so oblivious though. Drew is so fucking oblivious. Man, Drew is San Diego living his life, man. Got. <laughs> He's about to be making 10 million a year working for NBC. Drew, good. Fucking house. I'm just so tired of it, bro. I never see Saints Saints fans so dumb with him, man. Dumb. (laughs) Dumb, bro. It's time, bro. Dumb. He was my fucking neighbor, my neighbor down here in Alabama, man. I was outside putting the trash out. He's like, hey, you watch that Super Bowl, bro? I'm like, yeah. Then we started talking about the Saints. He like, man, it's time for Drew to go. <laughs> like, man, they should have had that black boy out there playing quarterback. Wait, is your neighbor, your neighbor white? Nah, you're a black dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you in Alabama, so I. Yeah, uh, you're old black man, old black dude. You know what I'm saying? Cool as shit. Man, you know, they should have had that black boy playing quarterback. <laughs> uh, um, it, it's, 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 Twitter. Is, is an interesting place to be right now. Like I can't, I can't, I can't handle it. Like in large, I, I got to break it up because it's. Oh yeah. Oh man, it's just a lot. I drop my just... little comment. And I don't even look at my mentions. <laughs> so much negative energy, bro. Like I oh, man. can't deal with it. They want, some, they want change, the fuck, bro. The fuck what it was, I tweeted. I was just like, damn, Sean, Don- uh, you know, Sam Donald, twenty three years old. That's crazy. Like fucking James James is much better than Sam Dog. I'm like, calm the fuck down, man. Like I don't I ain't even talking about the Saints. I'm just saying, like it's crazy. Like Sam Donald been in the league like 10 years and he's 23. You know what I'm saying? That's and he, and he's and he's like uh, only a couple of months older than like a lot of the rookies who are gonna get drafted in April. Like exactly. Like that's all I was saying. Like I don't I don't give I'm not even talking about the Saints. I don't give a fuck about the Saints right now. I'm just making a comment. People just man, people are hyped up, man. <laughs> um. So all all this football talk we talked about, I I I got 
I gotta talk, I gotta talk about it. We and then we get out of here. I know we're going a little long, but we just we just having fun. Bro, can we talk about these impeachment trials? Look, I can't lie. Like, I know some of my same sort of, you know, Democrats gonna flame me. Like, I was just, I, I wasn't big on Trump getting impeached. Like, I'm not saying I was for him not getting impeached. I just didn't give a fuck. I was just like, he out, you know, he's out of office. The job's done. I really don't give a fuck what y'all do right now. You know what I'm saying? I was like, did he incite it? I don't know. I was like, huh? Did he incite it? He was just talking shit out there, or whatever. But they laid that fucking case out today. I was like, man, he incited that shit, bro. He knew what the fuck he was doing with that shit, man. He knew what he was doing, bro. Like, he knew what he was doing, man. He knew, he knew damn well he had them people primed up to go up in there and do some shit. And he, he was fine. He was fine with whatever they do. He basically did the presidential version of Charles Manson. That- Mm, that's a good fucking point, bro. Because that, that was the argument when Charles Manson was on trial. Well, yeah, that's a good point, though. That's a good point, bro. Charles Manson didn't kill him. Hey, Charles Manson didn't do it. He just, you know, you know, they're free people. They're free to do what they want. They I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm just making parallels in, in terms of just everything. Like, that, that's, that's, like, if you, if, and they they was they was gonna get Manson regardless, bro. Like he he had no shot. <laughs> he had no shot. But I'm just saying, just legally, they did the exact same thing. They did the exact same thing, like with Squeaky and all you know, Tex. Well, I know way too, I, know, I know way too much about the fucking Manson murders. But the, the in theory, he put the idea in their head, and they went out and they executed it. Literally executed it. No no different than what Trump did and. I'm not, and I'm unfortunately, kind of unfortunately, unfortunately, like as the, the hearings are going on, like I'm at work. And so I'll try to listen to some of it, you know, through a, like the CNN app and whatever, but you know, I'm working. So it's kind of scattershot. So luckily kind of there's Twitter, like the video was it yesterday, like that nine minute joint yeah. that they just edited everything. And like, it, like I, I was like, first of all, who edited this shit? Cause they yeah. should get a raise. Cause Cause I know, I know when they finished in Final Cut Pro, when they was done with that, they was like, "Uh, got his ass!" Like they had to feel proud, and just to think that he's getting—he's this is his second. This is the remix, nigga. Like this is his second yeah. impeachment trial. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just and seeing and hearing like the testimony and everything, like to think that we was as a people as a country, like, this was our, not our, but this was the president for fucking four years of, like, the United States and, like, man, like, it's like you, it's like you tweeted, like, we have lived, like, these last couple of months, these four years, like, we are living in literally unprecedented times, like, like, you could talk to, like, grandma, great-grandma, if they're, if they're great-grandparents, like, they'd be like, Honey, like I ain't ever lived through something like this. Like that was crazy, man. That was crazy. I've never. I mean, it's it, it's never happened. Like no, it's just never happened. And just to see, because when it first happened, just with the videos I saw, it was. Yeah, I, I I was like, well, it's just kind of like 
LARPing, you know what I'm saying? Like these live action role playing fucking internet people. Like, what who, who the fuck are these people? But the case they laid out today, man, like they were trying to do some shit. Bruh, like some of that unseen if, that unseen footage. Man, like if they if if they didn't evacuate the house or the Senate. Oh, they was mur- they was murking people. Like bro, they was murking people, dog. Like they was murking people. Bro. It was going, it was going like if they would have got to if Nancy Pelosi, fucking bro, Mitt Romney, they, like they would have wrote Nancy up. Mike Pitts. Well, they was trying to lynch Mike Pence, boy. <laughs> I'm like, damn, they turned on Mike Pence like that. Like, they were trying to do him in, bro. They had a whole noose outside waiting for him. Bruh. Bring him like, up. Ain't that some sh- Bruh, they went to the Capitol. The Capitol with a noose. Got <laughs> in. Got in and had that bitch waiting for Mike Pence, the vice president. Man. Come on, man. That, like, that's, that's, that's crazy. That's ins- crazy. <laughs> insane. I'm not, you know, you know like I, it, it's funny. One thing that our friendship has brought me is I'm a lot more into politics than I was way, like we, we've been friends for like what, eight, I don't fucking know, seven, eight years. Way more into politics now than I was then. Obviously, fuck, part of that is maturing and whatever, whatever. But just, so I am not going to get into like the political, but just seeing it and just the impeach, it's just, it's crazy, man. It's absolutely Absolutely insane. Um, and look, I have I have no like. There's something that I've always been against is this kind of religiosity for the government. Is like, you, know, you sanctified uh, U.S. Capitol. You desecrated the U.S. Capitol. Like this religious talk when they talk about like, I don't really get into that shit. Like, right, it's a fucking building. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, it's like when when you when when you dealing with like this is the federal government, man, it's like what the f- like these people were crazy, bro. Like just to think that it was okay to do that shit. Bro, they was like they, that. And like, if they see, could do that, if you willing to do that, you willing to do anything. And just to see the amount of people it was, like that was like they was deep, bro. Like it was fucking, it was a lot. It was just so many of them, and just seeing the video, just how many people it was. Um, like, shout out to you know Eugene Goodman that in a fucking Man. you know split second saved fucking saved lives, saved senators. Like his decision, and you know, just insane, man, insane of just that. Whole. So let me just ask you this, and we'll wrap it up. Like, what do you think the outcome is going to be? Uh, I mean, they're, they're not. I mean, the Senate is not going to. Uh, Republican Senate is not going to convict Trump. It's it's just not going to happen. Democrats know that shit, but it ain't going to happen unless just some crazy happens. It's it's not going to happen. But at the very least, it's a uh, you know it's been a show. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't think I don't think that to worry about Trump running for re-election in four years and like that. It's it's done. Like, he's done. He banned from Twitter for life, bro. Like, <laughs> he's done, man. Like, Jack got him out of here forever, bro. The big question is that nobody's talking about is like 74 million people voted for him, man. Like, mm. you know, they, it's not like they just, you know, you delete go, go. them overnight. They're they, they not going away. 
they're not going away, and it's it's bigger than Trump at this point. Now it's like something going on, man. It's something serious going on. I don't know where. I no idea how it plays out. But do you expect this shit to just go back to just being no. normal? No, that ain't no. gonna happen. That ain't gonna happen. It's it, it's like I I think I texted you like imagine like there was more security and and what have you for Joe Biden's you know oh. inauguration oh, than man. it was for Obama's. There's a wall around the U.S. Capitol now. Like used to be free from just people to just oh, no. There's a wall around it now, man. It's it's a wall around the White House. It's it's a different country now, bro. Mm, 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 mm. Sorry, I mean, sorry to leave people like it was such a, such a depressing ass note. Like, all right, I had all this football talk now. <laughs> they stopped listening, man. It's, <laughs> it's done, it's done. All right, um, we're going to get out of here. Uh, we are, at some point, we'll have our J.C. Horn episode, breaking him down as a prospect. Um, and then I'm going to reach out to our, our guy, Hal, um, to see if he can, you know, he can come on and, and talk to us, you know, Mandalorian season two, dive more into some things he couldn't talk about prior. Um, Luke, Lucas films clean, cleaning out house today, bro. I care, dude. Ouch, you, bro. But we got, we got some, con- you know, content planning, you know, content coming. It, it, you know, we still have it coming. I know it's it's kind of dead um, with the Super Bowl. I mean, there's there's no football. I mean, there's going to be no combine, so we can't even have like a not that we even like the combine or like that, but like we can't even really have a combine episode where we talk about like prospects and deal. We can't like all we got is pro days and and that's it. <laughs> like, um, but free agency, we 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 should have a, like a little free agency preview podcast, um, and when we can we can have a you know a couple of free agency podcasts where we talk about free agents that are on the team yeah. um yeah. in in terms of do you bring them back do they, do they leave whatever and you know talk about maybe some free agents that the saints should you know be in the market for but just just buckle up i'm, I'm telling you I, I feel in my bones like this free agency period like this off season it's, it's about to be nuts like it's it's gonna pop off like i feel it i feel it um yes, you know, just around the league. So anyway, we're going to get out of here. Hope everyone continues to stay safe. Um, you know, be safe, be good. Uh, this COVID thing, it's not, it's not going away. They, you know, so continue to be vigilant. Fuck, they got fucking new strands coming. I'm just, fuck, bro. I'm just, I'm just tired, right? I'm just tired. Um, uh. I know, bro. I know. But anyway, Appreciate, we also appreciate the support as always. Um, with that, we're out. Peace. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.